0: Steven and
1: this is Crimology. This is episode nine, and we are it's been two weeks since we've been in the studio. Um, we it's just uh, part of me is like it's been nice to have a break. I mean, we're on episode nine, so it's not like we need a break, but it was nice to. I mean, it's just life's getting a little crazier right now, so we anticipated life getting crazy and so we planned ahead um but when steven texted me this morning it was like are we gonna record today i got the little like gigglies like i was like yeah we are <laughs> so I'm yeah excited. it's
0: been it's been like you know like sam said two weeks since we recorded that last episode with with her with tabba and it's been kind of weird because normally most of the time you know you're over here every week <laughs> and it's you when you came over today It was like oh yeah At Sam, we haven't seen to your you.
1: house like three times a week and i have not been over here for over a week so i and, think
0: and that episode that you we, we last recorded you were here for literally to record the episode and then left yeah so it's it's felt like it's been about it's been... three years since i've seen you right. and we've talked but there's been a lot that has happened a since. a lot this. that has happened um the last three episodes, especially the list with smart one, which very funny. Apparently, um, Crime Junkie had the same idea as us, as us. Not we had the same idea as them and released the same episode on the same day. So, shout out to all of a hundred and sixty plus listens on that episode, which is like our our platinum record at this point, right? <laughs> um. So yeah, kind of you know, from me and Sam, thank you for everyone that's joined in the last couple weeks. Um. Especially think I mean, especially if you guys are still listening, that's even better because that keeps us going and helps us keep, you know, keep trucking along.
1: It's nice to see numbers and so it's nice to see that our work and our excitement and the money we've spent <laughs> that it's it's worth it. It's justified
0: so, everything just a little right. bit.
1: Um, and so today we hit five hundred listens. Um, that's something cool that Anchor does, um, our sponsor for this episode. They're, they show us who, you know, kind of the area of where people listen from, their age group. And then they kind of say, like, this is how many people have listened today. And so, anyways, today we were able to hit 500 listens. That means that somebody has clicked onto an episode 500 times and it tells us it's
0: just been me and sam on repeat <laughs> <every single> for <laughs> one.
1: but it does tell us that on average i think we have about 50 people who listen 50 60 week. yeah and so that's cool too again numbers are just cool so to see that 50 to 60 people are listening to us each week is just super cool
0: and it's also cool for me at least of i mean we've got people from coast to coast that live and we've got people there's there's quite a few that listen out in california we got people you know of course you know here in oklahoma texas arizona where your mom's at um
1: we're going worldwide
0: um yeah and i looked at it and we've got like we've had people from like canada
1: we've got ireland ireland germany like norway all these
0: like Random places that we would never think our voices would make it to. Number one, oh, they're there, that's but, so cool. but they are there. So, that's that's also a, just a cool thing for us to see of where all these you know listens are coming from. And so, you know, if you know, we, we've set it for normally, we say this at the end of the episode, but since we're you know, we're pumped up because we've got <laughs> 500 listens, we're, we're kind of going on this little rant now. But I mean, if you if you enjoy this podcast and you know, it's, this is something that you enjoy, obviously, like I just said, because my words are just, man, I'm flying all over the place tonight. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends, especially if it's something that they would like, because apparently it is some, this is not this podcast in general, but this theme, this category is, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time and it's like what, like the top four out or, you know, top three out of the, on Apple podcast is this you know crime style so obviously we're in a popular topic so you know
1: it's showing because of the numbers oh yeah so yeah follow follow us on every social media uh don't forget to leave us a rating on apple podcast um obviously you guys can see that when you guys do those things it results (laughs) and makes us feel a little bit better (laughs) so if you want to continue making us feel better keep doing those things
0: keep listening keep sharing with your friends it's it's very cool um you know maybe for our next episode we can give a little shout out to like or at least a couple towns every episode of where you guys are listening in from because that you know that always makes you feel nice and warm and fuzzy on the inside when you get a little shout out so maybe 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 my producer sam will let me do that
1: producer sam um, so anyways that's our very extended welcome and thank you <laughs> and thank you six minutes. Um, so now I'm going to <laughs> flip completely <laughs> and I just want to kind of give a little warning before we start this episode this episode is a murder case um, and so I just want to give that as a warning beforehand some people that may not be your cup of tea um, so just wanted to give that out beforehand um i'm not i don't go into gory details about the um wounds that the victim has but this is just a story that's disturbing in a way that you just are like you, how can these kids do like these teenagers you, yeah, how you can kinda, they do this
0: yeah you kind of get the the ebgb feel. yes
1: so it's just one of those that like you kind of squint you kind of like and so you make that face obviously can't see what i'm doing but from that noise you can guess like the movements i'm making um and so i just wanted to kind of give that warning because i'm really good at intros and i bet you want to stick around for the rest of this story huh um but we're just going to jump into it and um we're just going to get it started all right i'm going to introduce our suspects first we have Brian Draper and Tori Adamcheck. Um, these boys both went to the same high school as our victim, Cassie Joe Stodart, and they're all juniors at the school. So both of these boys were interested in film. So everything from filming to producing, um, they wanted to know everything in and out of film and TV, and that was kind of their thing. So they would even record random moments of their day, kind of like a vlog style that we know now. Um, But their first film just happened to include Cassie and what happens later this night. So on September 22nd, 2006, Cassie, who is, uh, sorry, 16 years old, is house sitting for her aunt and her uncle who are out of town. So they both have... Their uh, her uncle has multiple dogs multiple cats so they really just want somebody just to stay there so all of these animals aren't home alone so Cassie's boyfriend Matt is dropped off at the house around 6pm and they hang out for a little while and then later the two boys who we talked about they come by the ha- house to hang out with the couple also so when the boys arrive Cassie gives the boys a tour of the house now during the tour Brian unlocks the basement door so that the pair can re-enter the home after they leave. Now, I talked about these vlogs that they do. And later on, we'll talk about, um, like I said, they record the, the idea of doing this crime. And so they record themselves the day before kind of talking about committing this crime. And so, like, this is a premeditated thing. And so, they're going into the house knowing that they're going to do this. So, I just kind of wanted to that, throw that out now that it's not just something that they were like, in the moment, like, let me unlock this door just in case. Like, it was something that they had planned out. Um, so, the group starts watching a movie. And then at some point during this movie, Brian and Tori say that they want to go to the local movie theater instead. So, they leave the house. Now, while the couple is still upstairs, while Cassie and Matt are still upstairs watching the movie, we know that Brian and Tori come back to the house at 9.54 p.m. We know this because they recorded the house on tape, and that's what the timestamp shows on the recording. So, now the boys are dressed in black clothing with gloves and white masks on. So, uh, when you're imagining this mask... I again this is where my mind goes and not that I'm saying it's my favorite movie but anyways the purge it's like the masks are one of those masks that you would imagine somebody in the purge wearing so just imagine this black costume and then this white purge masks is what they're wearing um so the boys enter the basement and now they're starting to make noises down there they're trying to get either Matt or Cassie to come down and check out what is going on. So that they could scare them. Um, but the couple stays upstairs. So now the boys. They find the circuit breaker box. And they turn off all the power to the house. Again thinking that this would cause somebody. To come downstairs and check it out. Um, but nobody does. And the couple stays where they are. So n- after some time. The boys turn. About half of the lights back on. And. Um, just to kind of freak the kids out so after this happens matt calls his mom to see if he could stay the night with cassie but his mom being like no you're 16 says no um but she offers and says that cassie can stay the night with them and that she can bring cassie back up in the morning um so cassie thinks about it for a little bit but she's like i'm getting paid to stay here my uncle and aunt." think I'm here so I should stay here um so she doesn't go with Matt and then Matt leaves about 10 30 p.m and that's when his mom um comes and picks him up
0: so that's that's kind of a I mean if I I mean if I was in that situation I'd be like hey there's a lot of freaky stuff going on at the house right now um like what do i need like can i leave or right like in in my mind like that's what i would be thinking of like okay some freaky stuff is going on
1: i'm um, thinking i about... would be
0: calling them and be like yeah you're like lights and stuff are going off right right like...
1: <laughs> i'm thinking about i mean from the mom's point of view i'm thinking of because i'm technically a mom to my sister um <laughs> so i'm thinking like if my sister was cassie um and she, her, my sister's boyfriend says, "Oh, I have to say, all of this is happening." I'm like, "Yeah, all of this is happening, huh?" <laughs> wink, um, wink. Right. And so I'm like, "Yeah, no, you're not staying. Like, she's fine." Um. And so it is one of those that you know. And so I don't know. Maybe Cassie's, you know, trying to play um tough, or you know, I don't right, know, right. So, but anyways, okay. So then. When Matt leaves, he tries to call Tori, um, possibly to see, like, what he's doing, what what is he doing now that he's gone, maybe to meet up with him and kind of spend the rest of the night together. Matt says he couldn't hear Tori on the other end of the phone and says he's kind of whispering, like, not really saying, like, he can't really tell what words he's saying. And so he figured he was in the movie theater, like he said, and the phone call kind of ends and that's kind of it. So um thinking about this, like that was kind of a genius lie because you, can't, I mean, you're in the basement. So obviously right. you're going to whisper. So that was kind of, I mean, that was smart on his part. But anyways, so of course the boys are in the basement. So they heard Matt leave. So again, they turned off all the lights, hoping that Cassie would come downstairs, uh, but she doesn't. So now the boys decide to head upstairs. One last time, the boys try to scare Cassie and get her to come looking for them. So at the top of the stairs, they slam a closet door. But Cassie's in the living room on the couch, kind of huddled up, um, and she doesn't leave. She doesn't come looking for them. So the boys attack Cassie, and they stab her about 30 times. With 12 of those being the potentially fatal one that killed her. Um, So, Brian was carrying a dagger type weapon, and Tori was um, carrying a hunting style knife. So, after the murder is when the video footage um, comes to light. So, like I said earlier, this is from the day before where they talk about planning to commit the crimes and then. Obviously, not daring because they film the house um, and then they film afterwards. I don't know if they film the murder. Obviously, that's not something that they're going to post on YouTube. Um, but I don't know if that part is recorded. Um, but I'm now going to give a little bit more warning. <laughs> I watched the clip of the recordings that these boys made so that you don't have to. I'm going to share just a couple of quotes from the clip. Um, so you can skip over this if you don't want to hear it. Um, like I it's not, I mean, it's just graphic because we, you, I mean, I think a lot of times we s- listen to these stories and you don't comprehend that they're actually people. And so like people are saying that's about another person. You yeah. Know? And,
0: and especially with them being so young too, like, yes. <laughs> If yeah, definitely this is a as I'm as I've read through kind of our script here. This is a you know hit your skip button a couple times right. if this is not your style. So
1: um, the video is little is a little over a minute long, um, and we will post the link to the video on our Facebook page. If you're somebody like me who is I guess sick and twisted and would like to watch the <laughs> video myself, um, we'll have that posted on our Facebook page. Um, but it starts off with who I'm guessing is Tori. Um, it's kind of not real clear about who who is talking. If Tori is saying this or if Brian's saying this. Um, but clearly you can tell that they're two different voices. So anyways, I'm thinking this is Tori who is saying this. And he says, quote, There should be no law against killing people. I know it's a wrong thing but hell you restrict somebody from it they're gonna want it more end quote so i mean just to start off (laughs) hello um so like i said this was recorded the day before the murder so it goes on and the boys kind of have this little conversation going on and then you hear from a uh, sorry i'm getting ahead of myself So they talk about how perfect the crime is, how they're going to murder Cassie. She's in the middle of nowhere at a house alone. Like, you know, they're like this. It doesn't get much better than this. So they're so ecstatic about how perfect this crime is. Now, I assume it's Brian who says this because it's a different male's voice. But somebody says, quote, she's our friend. But you know what? We all have to make sacrifices, end quote. So another quote that's just, what? Um, So I took these two quotes specifically because, I mean, not that you need proof that, I don't want to say they're horrible people, but, I mean, you murdered somebody. (laughs) right? Um, So not that you need proof that they did this, but if you needed proof, here's kind of your proof. Um, They do, I mean... And like I said, we'll have it on our Facebook page. So if you don't believe me, you can go watch it yourself. Um, so now at 1132 PM, the night of the murder, that's when the footage of the boys is driving away from the house. So Matt leaves about 1030 and about 1130 is when the boys leave the house. And so the clip goes from the day before to filming the house And they're saying, now we're going inside, you know, we're going to go do it. And then the next clip is afterwards. So afterwards, Brian says, quote, I just killed Cassie. I stabbed her in the throat, end quote. And so this part of the clip ends, they kind of go back and the two boys go back and forth. And they're just like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe it. Like, we just did that i i believe one of them says like i watched the light go out of her eyes like that was wild you know and so this part of the clip ends with tori saying quote we got to get our act straight End quote
0: well it's a little late for that right (laughs) true to to bring a little i mean there's no comedy in that but i mean like
1: right
0: (laughs) yeah whatever goodness yeah i mean that's just there there it's sam there's a reason why you're doing all this research (laughs) and i'm not because goodness Mm -hmm. i i couldn't handle that
1: right so on september 27th, 2006 both boys are arrested and charged with first degree murder and conspiracy to commit first degree murder um and of course the footage was shown at the trial also during interrogations each boy ended up blaming the other. Brian said he was in the same room, but that, that he didn't stab Cassie, um, but he ended up later coming back and saying that he did stab her only because Tori demanded that he do so. Um, at trial, the prosecution revealed that Brian said that he was inspired by Eric Harris and Dylan Kelbold. Who committed, um, now I'm gonna butcher this name Columbian? Columbine. Co- see, I knew it Co- Columbine High School Massacre. So, if you do know those two names, he did that massacre at the high school. And that's who Brian says. That's that's my inspiration. Um, and then you have Tori, who said he was inspired by the movie Scream. Which is why this case in particular is nicknamed the Scream Murder. Um, So again, if you needed any more evidence um, about these boys and where their heads were at, there's some more. So not only do you have this footage of them saying all of this, but now you have where, now you have their inspiration. So if that's what you needed, there you go.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a sign sealed and delivered. Right. There's your. Right. right there.
1: So both boys have filed multiple separate appeals over the years, but each time their appeals are denied. They're both serving life sentences without the possibility of parole and 30 years to life for being convicted of conspiracy to commit murder. And they're both serving their time at the Idaho State Correctional Institution um so this is one of our i texted steven before i came over here that this is our episode or one of the episodes that will go in the running for shortest episode <laughs> um but this is the case now every week i tell a story about myself and it makes me sound crazy and this is gonna be one of those it's, stories it's
0: because she is
1: um And I don't know why we do this, but my sister, she comes into town often and she'll come to my office. And um, this particular day where we heard about Cassie and her story, um, we were watching a documentary on YouTube about a completely different case. And of course, like you do, you get sucked into the YouTube rabbit hole. And down this rabbit hole is when we came across the video of these boys and the vlog that they had recorded. So when we watched this, I was like, wait, like, let's go back. Let's rewatch that. And we looked up and we talked about Cassie and kind of learned about her story. And I wrote it down for potential episodes. (laughs) Um, So this is a case that came to me from the rabbit, from the YouTube rabbit hole, and so it's one of those that it, it is shorter, but it's one of those that is just, I mean, the it's, information we have out it there. It packs
0: a lot of punch for how short the story is. Right.
1: Um, so um, forgive us that it is a shorter episode, um, but that's the story of Cassie. Um, so now we're going to take just a quick second and talk about our sponsor for this episode. All right. Now we're going to do our Florida Man Minute, which is my favorite segment that we have. Um, in this segment, we Google the words Florida Man with random date, and it is nothing but Sam giggling at the article that Steven has found.
0: So, so kind of to preface this one, I gave Sam a couple different options. And just, you know, one, two, three, four, all right, you pick which number. And so she picked this one so this comes to us sam has no idea what this one is this comes to us uh march 20th so right around the time we were actually recording this um from uh the miami herald um and here's your head. actually I, you know i always ask sam a question <laughs> sam I, I know you have cats yes yes is there any other animals that you would consider having as a pet um, or any animals that like you would want to like kind of raise,
1: raise. Yeah, hmm. I'm a pig person. <laughs> <laughs> I want a pig. That's okay. Anyways, continue. So
0: anyway, so headline goes as <laughs> followed: Florida man attacked by a by a quote crazy squirrel gone nuts, and it was raised by a neighbor. It's
1: raised by a neighbor. <laughs>
0: so you know I'm, and i'm gonna read mostly this this article basically how it's written i'll i'll paraphrase some but um you know pythons don't do this alligators have done it but normally you know these creatures in in the florida Ever, everglades have no match on this squirrel apparently um so according to news reports a man with wounds to prove it a squirrel has gone nuts in the Florida town and without um, without being provoked, attacked and bit the victim on the elbow and scratched him on the arm. Um, there is a uh, surveillance video, and he actually has uh, pictures of what happened. Um, and so this is uh, – so it attacked Robbie Armstrong. So he posted on his Facebook page uh, the, the day after the rodent bit him. Uh, security cameras caught the attack. Um and so th- his his Facebook post says, in quotes, frickin' squirrel attacked me.
1: <laughs> I can see this picture. Um, And it's right on his elbow. He's got a scratch on his elbow, kind of his upper arm. He's got a big scratch up there. And it looks like a bite mark, too. I mean, it, it, it got him pretty good.
0: <laughs> so the, the squirrel, which, which he said was raised by his neighbors, when it was a baby and then released, bit other residents also. Among the bite, the other bite victims of the aggressive rodent, Armstrong's stepson and adult members of the family that initially cared for it, News Channel 8 reported. Wow. <laughs> Armstrong had enough. He posted, I chased him around and shot him with a BB gun about 10 times. Wow. But he is still alive, so be on the lookout for a crazy squirrel. Be on the
1: lookout. <laughs> be
0: on the lookout for this crazy squirrel. Um, um golly so on 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 that following wednesday armstrong told miami Herald he was fine and that the squirrel is quote still roaming around <laughs> that's
1: um, my favorite thing about these is that you read the title and you're like okay crazy 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 and then it's all it just gets something.
0: progressively just even better the
1: squirrel was raised by the neighbor like yep. that's the thing you you can't write this you can't write this
0: so um so it goes on later to say the squirrel is not rabbit armstrong said they can be aggressive when handled or raised by humans so it's best to let them uh let best to leave them be
1: (laughs) found that out so oh man so
0: i was hoping it's to be a little bit longer florida main minute but man i mean you know we had been doing you know food based Florida right. man you for the last couple well weeks squirrel so you know we kept it with uh keeping an animal and uh we're yeah that's the Florida, Florida
1: man. man attacked by a crazy squirrel gone nuts and it was raised by a neighbor <laughs> that's so funny
0: thank you Howard Cohen of the Miami Herald for uh, that amazing headline
1: ah uh, this is my favorite segment ever because of little things like that that <laughs> was raised by a neighbor. Ugh, this is so much fun I, I
0: can't wait for for next week because I, I had two or three lined up and sam picked this one so i've got i've got the one lined up for next week and i <laughs> i, I want to say it equally as good or maybe even better you did text me not too hype the up. next
1: couple of weeks are going to be pretty good I,
0: i'm telling you i'm not most of the time a little background here most of the time we talk about oh yeah we've got to record tonight and then about three minutes before we start recording
1: he's like oh I gotta oh, look for one. crap
0: i gotta figure one out so i've got them lined up so right I'm, so
1: the fact that you got them lined up means they're good
0: i'm you know we're nine episodes in now i'm i think i'm getting more prepared
1: well you just said that to everybody so watch people be like eh, no crap. that one sucked <laughs> oops oh man best segment ever but anyways uh to we're not going to rehash everything that we've done um or said in the first six minutes of our (laughs) podcast or Um, soapbox but just thank you thank you thank you again for listening and for showing support um it means a lot and we're seeing the support which means a lot um again follow our social medias you can email us different crimes if you have us uh, if you want us to cover one at crimologypod at gmail.com um, and just yeah, thank you guys, and we're having so much fun, and it's been a while since we've been here, so getting the gigglies and getting excited—that's just what I feel like is so much fun—is that I'm not bored yet. Like it's still something. Um, again, we're on nine episodes, so it's not like I'm going to get bored after nine episodes. Let's hope not, right? <laughs> but it's just something that like I'm still like. <laughs> um but because of your support and because of seeing the numbers grow um ideas are coming to light um and so we've got big things coming so cliffhanger um we're just be on the lookout for more to come and for such cool things to happen
0: maybe in episode 10
1: yeah big one there (laughs) um but anyways like always my name is sam
0: and i'm steven
1: and this is Crimology.